Oh my goodness, we lost Tommy D. What am I going to do without him? Okay, so this is the professional and animal lovers show. And I am hysterical laughing right now because my cat just decided to jump in my lap and her tail is all over me. In case this is puppy. What did you want me to tell? Um, and oh, there's Tommy D. (laughs) (laughs) Val, hey, I'm Tommy D. This is Pals, the professional animal lover show. I, you know what happened? I got so mellow from our song, I started to meditate, and the next thing I know, the whole I didn't, but the whole zoom screen blew away. I said, and I go, oh my god, and you guys, meanwhile, meanwhile, look at this. Look, do do you see this? Oh, there she goes. See the tail? Puffy. It is puffy. Her tail was taking over the entire show. Oh, now she's going to run for it. All right. What did you do so far? (laughs) Uh, I just said, oh, my God, Tommy D's not here. I'm introducing the show. Hi. (laughs) Way to go. Way to have a contingency plan. I'm watching us on Facebook on my other screen, and all of a sudden, this disappeared, and I watched me disappear on that screen. It was like, (laughs) oh, no. It was like that picture. Hey, everybody, this is Pals, professionals, and animal lover show. We'll go right into the jokes. It was kind of like that picture in Back to the Future. When they had the picture, you know, Marty's yeah. sister disappeared, and then he yeah. had to, like, make them come back, and he was playing, like, Johnny Be Good, and yep. he wanted to disappear. All right, if you haven't seen Back to the Future, <laughs> I don't know what your deal is, gang, but check it out. <laughs> rent it. Go to your local video cassette place, rent it off the shelf, and don't, don't when you return it, be kind, rewind. No, wait, people don't do that anymore. All right. Let's rewind. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody needs to rewind a streaming video, I guess. All right, I'm Tommy D. This is our <laughs> professional and animal lovers circus, the one without the animals who are poorly. John D. Leonardo, I got you, bro. I got you. All right, so this is a show. This is a program. This is a campaign, a mission, where we want to amplify the conversation around animal advocates, animal lovers, professionals who serve the animal community and that's what this is all about so we believe that the bond between animal lovers specifically those who have pets or care for others animals is it's an incredible bond between these people who care about animals and we believe that bond is just as strong as the bond of a pet owner and the pet or the pet and the pet owner i guess it depends on what side of that you're looking at my name is tommy d the nonprofit sector connector that is my comrade my sergeant in arms, my pal, Val. What's up, Valerie? Uh, okay, so I have to tell you, since you asked, <laughs> um, we spoke with our animal-loving accountant today, and, um, you know, I... The, one, the, one, the same one, uh, same accountant that we know together? Yes. Yeah, I, who I texted and tried to get on a phone call and told me he was too busy to talk to me today, so apparently... Oh. Talking to you. Sorry. Well, we we had an appointment. But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I just I really have to say, like, he was one of the people that um we created this around, like he inspired this um kind of movement, if you will, um, because he's somewhat introverted. A lot of accountants seem to be on the introverted side, but um, he is an animal lover. And so once we discovered that we were able to create some events for professionals and people of all walks, whether they're in the pet industry or whether they are, you know, just a realtor or a typical, a deli owner or um, a A guy who owns a pizzeria in Roslyn, shout out Reno Di Maria, pickle pizza. Right. Right Yes. And so we're on a mission to help connect all of these people and also raise awareness about what they do. So like if you need a pair of sneakers and you have the choice between going to one shoe store versus another, but the other owner is a person involved with rescue or a person involved with, you know, TNR or whatever, let's give the business to the compassionate people. That's the goal. So wait, wait. So you're dating yourself as if people buy sneakers in a store, like when they used to rent video. Oh yeah. Like when they used to rent video cassettes, like in a in a store, and then <laughs> you got to make sure you rewound it or whatever, right? Do you know my brother used to go to Blockbuster Video with my card, and if I would go in there, my wife will remember this. If I would go back in there on a Saturday night, I would like they'd be like, okay, and I'd be like renting like two movies, and probably like Back to the Future One and Back to the Future Two, and and they'd be like. Okay, uh, you have a, a, a tab here for $97. And I'd be like, what? what? Are you, 
<laughs> like it was only like only every single time that happened. <laughs> we were just trying to, you know, rent the movie. And I was always I, thank you for all your help, my brother. I appreciate you, by the way. That's just leaving me stuck with that bill all those times. All right. Well, so I hope you got him back. But ah, well, it's a long life. We'll see. So here's the thing about accountants. You talk about accountants. I want I want to say this. This is not my joke. So I'll shout it out to Michael Goldberg, who um, who talks, tells this particular joke. How do you know when an accountant is extroverted? They stare at the other person's feet when they're talking to them. Wow. I, I didn't say it was a good joke. It's an accountant Ooh. joke. How good it could it be? There goes the show. Val, we had so many people uh, watching. Where's uh, everybody? Come uh, back. Please come back. Auntie M, Auntie M, Dorothy. Oh, where are man. You? All right. Anyway. But the other thing, though, and I have to say this about this show, this podcast is also about not only raising awareness to great people in business, as well as great um, causes and efforts by, pe- by, you know, individual, regular people, but it's also garner- garnering attention to what one person can do. And there's a lot of frustration and there's a lot of, there's a sense of helplessness in the world of animal advocacy and welfare because it just feels endless. There's so many problems and there's so many challenges and there's so many animals that need help. But today's guests are a prime example of what one person can do. Ripple effect, Val, right? What's up? Ripple effect. One person helping. Yes. Almost almost like that movie, unfortunately, he's a social pariah now, but it was a great movie with Kevin Spacey, and it was called Pay It Forward. Ironically, our guests here today are from Paw It Forward Pet Pantry. See, we didn't even rehearse that that one, what we just did right there. That <laughs> well done. Good pass. I watched my kids play basketball last night. Good pass. Bounce pass. So here we are. My friends, our friends, Daniela and Linda, are both here from Paw It Forward Pet Pantry. goes back to 2016. We're going to hear the story today. We're going to hear about the impact you're making. We're going to hear about some of the ups and downs, the trials, the tribulations. And what's always most important to me, and I know Val feels the same, it's how do we help? How does our community help you? How do we help? Row, if that's what you're looking to do, how do we help you align with other organizations if that's what you're looking to do? And I think it is because I saw, by the way, I saw our friend uh, Regina Mendoza over the weekend at Horseability out here in Long Island. And I noticed on your guys' social media for Paw It Forward, there was some Camp Happy Tales NYC logos on there. So there's already some of that stuff, some of that affiliation going on. Val, talk about affiliation, talk about collaboration. What are we going to do? We're going to bring a lot of people back together in a few weeks here on uh, on the on the Professionals and Animal Lovers show. Talk about that. Yeah, I'm so excited. So um, I mentioned this already to Danielle and Linda, but um, for all of our prior guests, as well as anyone who we have booked um, through the end of the year, uh, I think our last show is on 12-15. We want to bring as many uh, guests back to return on December 1st. So it's two week, two weeks away, and um, we want to. We're gonna have like a holiday roundup. So we're going to ask everyone to give like a tip, a holiday tip, like don't eat this or do do buy this. This is a recommended. Uh, this is for the animals, right? Like, what is- would your dog love for Christmas? Like stuff like that. But also, um, we're gonna have everyone like also talk about if they have swag that people can buy to support the cause. Um, where to make a donation, um, you know, how you can, you can buy the Catnip Nation movie, you can, you know, the, all, all the, whatever we have, oh, the artists that's hopefully coming yes. up. Yeah, 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 just met another guy, talk about horseability the other day, I met uh, Johnny, uh, John, he, he, I'm probably calling him Johnny D by the time we get like 10 minutes into the show, but John Dingley, who is uh, a nice dude, man, we met the other day, horseability, he does portraits, Portraits, portraits of, I think I just came up with another portraits. How about that? Right. How about that? I just came. Oh my God. So many ideas. I don't know what to do. He caught so, the fever. He's I got caught, it. <laughs> the fever. Like Johnny fever, like, you know, from uh, WKRP in Cincinnati. That's who I feel like sometimes <laughs> in the attic. I am extra caffeinated today, folks. So we're going to, I mean, hold on. I, this is like on a roller coaster. 
<laughs> who knows where it's going to go. All right, so let's let's do this show. But Johnny, John will be here. Uh, the name of his organization I'll get for you during the break because it's in my phone. But he does, he, he was a bartender, and, and like a lot of us during the pandemic, things changed. We pivoted, right? Danielle and Linda, I'm sure, are going to talk about how we had a pivot during the pandemic. But, you know, he was a bartender, and he always had this kind of penchant for drawing. And, in fact, my little guy, my, my younger son, wanted one of the prints. So we bought the print. And then my older son said, Dad, you know what? We have a sports room. We don't really have a, a pictures of horses room. Like, I don't know if this is going to go with the theme. So I think the picture will probably be up here in the attic with me. That's just another thing. And, and my guy can come see. <laughs> you didn't ask for any of this information, but John will come on the show in the next couple of weeks. And, and we're going to yes. hear what he's doing. So if you have, talk about Christmas gifts, talk about holiday gifts. If you have a, an animal in your life or. Nobody you know, wants socks. That's all I'm trying to say. Oh, you know what? It Nobody wants like socks and gloves. I mean, you know, whatever, like let's get creative. Let's get creative. Let's support the businesses that are owned and run by people who support the animals and let's support the boots on the ground people that are actually doing stuff for the voiceless animals. That's the theory. So let me tell you this, Val, since you bring it up and we're going to be at a break before we even introduce our guest. <laughs> How funny is this? Thing? Well, Daniela and Linda say hello real quick before we. Hi. Hi. All right. So really last thing I'll say, and then we get into conversation at least we'll introduce him before we split for a second i meet john's fiance who's there manning the table of all the photos and valerie what did i say i said hey i'm tommy gay and then i you know had some other things say then she i said well it started out um because we had our dog and you started drawing picture of our i said is your dog a rescue because right away i wanted to know if they were our people or not and i wouldn't have <laughs> Four months ago, I wouldn't have known. I said, what pet store did you buy him at? Is what I would have said. So I said, is it a rescue? And they said, "He, the dog is a rescue. And we donate money back to rescues. I said, how are you doing? Welcome. Welcome to the community. You guys are welcome to the tribe. tribe. (laughs) Very good. All right, let's do this. Let's introduce our friends because we have to tease everybody to come back and and listen to the story. So Daniela Scala Nathan, Good afternoon, Linda Brower. Good afternoon. Tell us really quick about yourselves, like in like 30 seconds, and then we're going to go to commercial break. Okay. I run, I'm the co-founder of Poor Forward Pet Pantry. We help pet owners that need help with food on financial hardship, and we help uh, foster-based rescues. Perfect. And Linda, you're one of the volunteers for the organization, right? Absolutely. What do you do? What are you focused on? What's your, what, what's fun for you with the organization? With the organization overall, the whole thing is amazing. It's an absolute amazing thing that's going on here between the human being and the animals, just to see people that care so much. When you hear so many negative things about it, there's people that come here, donate their time. There's people that donate their, you know, food for them and whatever else. And then to see the animals and hear the stories about how they're being taken care of because of Danielle and this group. It's great. It's, we're going to dive deep on this. We're going to yeah. dive really deep. Yes, we are. We got a lot of time to have this conversation. We need to take a quick break. Split. We'll be back in 90 seconds. This is the Professionals and Animal Lovers show. We'll be right back. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy. And I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you? 
you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. It's Wednesday, uh, 2 16 p.m. on the East Coast, New York, that is. And uh, this is the Professionals and Animal Lovers show. And I will tell you, uh, during the break, I was sharing the Facebook page. And because I'm on this mission right now, this personal journey of 60 days of service for nonprofit organizations and charities, I see this thing here on Facebook and it says, Can somebody pick up this food at the pantry on Long Island? And I'm like, I could totally do that. So like, and then I scroll down and I go, oh, it's already done. But here's the deal. (laughs) Call me next time if you need somebody to run around and pick up a bunch of dog and cat food and whatever that's there, because I'd love to help out and do that because that's kind of what I'm doing. Plus, I'm doing 60 days of service. I achieved uh, 25 as of yesterday. So I got some work to do. Yeah, thank you, Valerie. But it's more about like, I need help. So I wish I had looked at your Facebook page earlier this morning. I would have picked up this food for you guys. Anyway. This is Pals, the Professionals and Animal Lovers show. Our friends are here from Paw It Forward Pantry. They were just about to tell us about the organization, and we went to a commercial. So guess what? Now we got all this time to do it. Daniela, where did this come from? Like, where, where did this idea come from? What was the need that arose? I mean, we're dating back to 2016, so talk to us about that. Okay, in 2016, when all the hurricanes down south hit, um, I partnered up with a bunch of rescues on Long Island and we gathered food so they could bring it down to the hurricanes down south. Then we decided after a nice person donated um, a garage during the time of the hurricane that the food was much needed here. So we decided to keep it on Long Island and I started it with my late husband who passed away uh, from COVID and my volunteer who also passed away a week before my husband from COVID. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. Out of our house since 2016. And everything now stays on Long Island. We were grateful back after my husband passed that Long Island Cares donated us a $2,600 check so that we could get a nice shed to keep stuff out of the basement of my house so that we could have everything outside and like that so now we help as i stated earlier we help pet owners that can't afford their food so they don't end up um surrendering the pets to the shelters or the rescues and we help with all supplies not just food if we have cages or we have medications at at times um whatever we could give them we try to help them well first of all it, it probably obvious, but our condolences on on both of your losses. Yeah. Um, obviously tragic. It, it you know and horrible, horrible. I give you so much credit for forging through your personal tragedies because um <clears throat> oh she's gonna get me to cry. <laughs> I'm not the, I'm not even the crier on the show. Tommy is, but um totally true. And imagine how hard that is because it's like every time that you're getting a donation or that you're distributing, I'm sure you're thinking, you know, of your husband and how you guys started this together. It would have been really easy and understandable for you to, uh, excuse me, to end it, you know, and just say, it's too hard. I can't handle it. But, um, but you did it. And I really give you so much credit for that. Well, if it wasn't for my volunteers, 
it wouldn't have stayed open because I met an amazing volunteer through a News 12, um, um, sorry, when they did a story on us, I met this guy, Bruce, who sadly lost his dog at the same time. And he's been with me for over a year and a half. And he's been a real big part of Horror Forward. And then Linda, who I met a couple of months ago. And yes, me and Rob started this, but if it wasn't for everyone that's still here or any new volunteers we could get, I would have had to shut it down because I also lost my mom five months after my husband. And this house is, is my family home. And I, it's hard to see me not do it this year. So no, I'm honestly, I don't, I don't even know what else to say other than like, God bless and thank you. Because, um, you know, obviously, you know, the need is there. Damn it, Danielle, you've got me crying. <laughs> well, I watch, let me, let me talk about because and thanks for like saying I cry all the time. I really appreciate that for, we have a lot of people listening to this show and that's now they all think like all I do is cry. So which if you ask my four children, they say, and this is like a thing. This is their joke for everything. Oh, he cries at Annie. He cries at Annie. There's this one scene in Annie that I cry. And it's when she's singing that song, maybe. And she's pining for her parents. I'm probably going to cry right now because I'm even talking about it. Because it's like, <laughs> but like my kids, like literally anytime they got to give me a zinger, they go, oh, what are you going to do? Cry like you cry at Annie? Like only, Aww. like only, yeah, yeah, all the time. Love you guys. Thank you so much for being so sweet. <laughs> all right. Crying is the new black. I don't know what that means, but sure. Yes, I'll, I'll say yes to that. Here's the thing. I, Danielle, I watched the video. I watched one of these videos, a News 12 video earlier. And, and it was what, what was so poignant in that video for me was what you're saying is for Rob, this is, you're doing this because this is what Rob would have wanted you to do. Like, that's what I saw in that video, right? And that, so what, I'm thinking of the cycle of, of what would happen, like what you just said about these these animals, if they're not fed, then they're donated, right? Actually, I'm sorry, they're surrendered. Surrendered. surrendered, thank you. And we talk a lot on this show about the challenge that these shelters are, are um, well, a couple of weeks ago, we had Diane Madden on the show and I saw Diane checking in on Facebook earlier today, you know, supporting the upcoming show today. You know, we talked a lot about, I'll, I'll try to be very diplomatic. The challenge is that, you know, the municipal shelters are, are creating there. Um, so you're solving a, a needed problem because if somebody has to make a choice where they can't afford to feed their animal or take care of their animal, what are they going to do, right? What they, you know, the humane thing, I guess people think is, well, now I need to surrender the animal because I can't take care of it. How, um, and I, I love that Long Island Cares is involved. And, and supported you as well. And what a home run. And, and I didn't even know, and I was doing a, some work uh, a day of service yesterday at a food pantry here where I live in Nassau County. And I didn't even know the Long Island Cares does anything with pet food. With, with yeah. the they they actually have their own sector of, um, it's called um, Baxter's Pantry and it's part of the, they're a pet pantry as well. And that's part of Long Island Cares? Correct. I didn't even know that. So what, how... How do people, and I, you know, not that other people around the country and around the world don't need your help, but the fact that you're, you know, I think some people around the world might think Long Island, everybody's got money on Long Island, right? Like everything about Long Island is, yeah. is the Hamptons. And even, you know, I was out with a, I was out with an organization called Hamptons Community Outreach. And even the Hamptons isn't just the Hamptons. There's plenty of people of need in the Hamptons. So, um, you know, there's such a, 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 we're such a densely populated area. I feel that, you know, there's, there's people who have a whole bunch and there's many people who have, who have nothing. Um, and, and I think people don't realize that about where we live. How do people even find out about you? And what does it look like as like, so, okay, I'm a person, I'm having challenges, you know, keeping food on my own table, forget about keeping food under the table. So, where like what's the first move they i mean it's a, i see in your in your little brady bunch box here on the screen it says a phone call away daniella a phone call away i saw some of that in doing the research for our, our conversation how does it start how do people connect with you what are they asking for and that'll i think take us to a point where we could find out like where we might be able to help through relationships and things like that 
Well, when a phone call away started, when me and my husband started a business together, because I do bookkeeping and the defensive driving, I'm a director for defensive driving. So he came up with the name a phone call away, like any of our services are a phone call away. So, and then when we started Pour Forward as a DBA, um, Pour Forward Pet Pantry. So we're all over social media. So everybody knows who I am and I'm so grateful for that because I went to a network event last night with the, the pet drug store that just opened three months ago in Lake Ronkonkoma. And I met this beautiful person, Nancy, who's with the pet professionals. And Asshole. She, yes. I and just I, joined our podcast show, just joined her organization. Yeah. And she knew me and I'm so loving that everybody knows who I am. And I'm sadly to say, I don't know anybody <laughs> because I deal with so many people and what I've been through in the last two years and everything. I'm lucky if I remember where I am. So, and I'm taking care of my dad now. So it's like another hurdle. So um, getting back to pour forward. So they find us and they know me by word of mouth. They know us by social media. Like if there was a fire in our town a couple of months ago, they went to the pet store and tried to get supplies and like, well, we could direct you to pour it forward. And they came here and like my house is open. Basically it was like a 7-Eleven and I had to shut that down a little bit. Cause I do have to be my house first, my dogs, my home, my dad who lives next door. So I have to make it more like um, hours and stuff. So, but if there was an emergency in the town, they contact me and they tell me what they need. And if we have it, we're grateful to give them multiple bags of dog food, beds, um, toys, bowls, whatever, jackets for their dogs when it gets cold. So it's like more word of mouth and social media that's how they find me. And everybody kind of like knows me on Long Island at this point. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do you have, um, do you have people that are kind of like regulars? Like I'm assuming when people typically fall on a financial hardship, it's not over that quickly. Unfortunately, sometimes it's a combination of events, whether it's medical and or employment. Uh, but do you have people that, you know, every week they're getting supplies from you? Well, it's basically, we do two public pickups a month. And yeah, we do have pet owners that have been with us probably for two years. But so, when we give out food, like last Saturday, one person comes, they're not getting one bag of food. We're giving them the dog food. If they got two dogs, they're getting eight big bags of dog food. That's going to set them up for at least, I hope, I don't know, a couple of months. So, so maybe we can just do something like um, this is food for thought you know I'm not telling you what to do but no. uh, uh, just a thought so when I was a kid my dad was like the biggest animal lover ever right and uh, <laughs> he got me involved in the North Shore Science Museum of Long Island they're still there and in that time they had uh, some animals there that you know, were housed in the actual place. The point is they had a program, um, they called it an adoption, but it wasn't a true adoption. You didn't take the animals home. But for whatever the contribution was, um, me as a kid in third grade adopted Rusty, the guinea pig, who, which gave me rights, I know, rights to go every weekend and feed him and take care of him and clean his cage and get my picture taken with him or whatever. Just kind of like piggybacking off of that theory, can we offer, can we, could, maybe there could be an offering where people could sponsor a particular family or a particular pet, you know, and like, you know, for 25 bucks, you can feed this person's pet, you know, dog for a month or whatever and offer a few different levels. So this way, like, what if I want to do it for a year? Like, you, you never know when you put stuff yeah. out there, you know? Definitely. Like, during the holiday, we were trying to get different organizations to collect food supplies for, like, foster-based rescues. Food drives, so yeah. Of, so right now we have some different clubs and different organizations collecting food that's going to be distributed to different rescues. That's great. Yeah. 
holiday. We gotta take a, I got to take it back, guys. We got to take a quick break, and uh, we will be back in 90 seconds. But I have a lot of ideas around that, too. And I see, Val, where you're going. We're talking collaboration, right? We're talking how do we bring the pieces together. Well done. All right, this is Pals, Professionals and Animal Lovers Show. That's Val. That's Tommy D. That's Daniela. That's Linda. Linda, we need to hear more from you when we come Gotta get to Linda. We gotta get to Linda. Absolutely, we'll, we'll, no problem. <laughs> we'll, we'll be right back, gang. This okay. Is- Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. everybody this is pals the professional and animal lover show um i am just over the moon to have these two amazing guests with us and of course my buddy tommy d over there um we are loving this show because it's helping people garner attention to the great things that they're doing for the animals um and again getting back to what can one person do well this one person is doing a lot and i don't know how many families and how many animals and how many rescues she's actually helping or has helped all in total. Danielle, do you keep track of that? We just recently, thanks to Bruce, we got a form in place that was, um, I think, 2021. So now we keep track of how many times people come pick up. Mm -hmm. They all request in and what rescues we helped. We're trying to get more organized with that. No, I get it. I get it. Because when you start off, you know, you don't care about that stuff. And it's not the priority. The priority is to get food and help into the hands of the people who need them for their animals. Totally. And, but um, no matter what the number is, it's super impressive. Because like you said, you've been doing this for years, and everyone knows you and people are constantly reaching out. Um, I want to get to Linda, but also I before I forget, I just want to ask this one question. Um, so I saw on, uh, I think it was the Facebook page that you are extremely in need of cat supplies, um, more so than I guess the other types. You said something like we're just chronically low on cat food and cat supplies. Um, literally cat food, yes. Cat and litter. Okay, so do you... Is that a recent thing? Do you attribute that to, no, it's always, there's a shortage of cat food and cats. Is Absolutely. that such an abundance of the overpopulation of cats? We, this this weekend, like you asked how many people we helped. We helped 15 families that came this Saturday mm-hmm. and we helped about 20 cat, cat, they had cats in the family. And then they had dogs as well. So cat wow. food has always been 
an issue to get and cat litter. Okay. So can I, want let me, to, sorry, Danielle, I do you mean, no, no, I, I'm sorry, but I, I just want to understand, like compare it to, are you comparing it to like dog food and dog supplies people just bring and they're less likely to bring cats. And then on top of that, you have a, a you have a higher demand for cat food too, or cat supplies. Absolutely. We have okay. never been out of dog food more than twice in five years. Okay. Okay. Because we always have a circulation of dog dog food. Cat food, we can't even give out as much dog food as we would like. And we turn a lot of people away that have cats because we don't have okay. the supplies. So we need cat food. I want to understand logistically what happens like is it do you get donations and then order product or do you or do people just drop off product or product. like so people actually bring you stuff that's really how it works so you're you're like the distribution center for stuff in this case pet well stuff. yeah it's more or less that I got to find volunteers pick up trucks to go get the stuff Okay. All right. So people are making it available, but it's like, dude, I got this, but somebody's got to come get it. Yeah. And it's very backbreaking for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like my pickup truck was broken down. So thankfully I had some other people step up to get it. Now, thanks to Renee, uh, Regina, one of her, her donors just called in a payment and paid for the truck. That was just like right before the Zoom, the Zoom call. That happened just now? I saw it on it, I saw it on your Facebook. Yeah, it just happened right before the Zoom call, like an hour before. That is and amazing. I had my house phone number on it, and I had no idea my house phone number was all over Facebook. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I saw you, you crossed something out because of what the version of I saw, uh, there was like a green that mark. That was my house phone number. Uh, yeah. Surprise. Originally when I posted it, I didn't notice that it said sell, and it was my house phone. All right. Oh, well, don't call, don't call my friend. Don't call my friend Danielle and give her a home phone, please. And the funny part, always everybody asks me, Danielle, you don't mind that your your phone your address is all over Facebook? They know where you live. I said, no, I don't. What are they gonna do? Steal dog food? I know. <laughs> I have I ironically got cameras now. So I have cameras in all over the premises, and my dogs, they love everybody, but their bark is a little worse than their bite. Well, so good. I don't think anybody's going to come in my house. Just scare them away. Plus, you'll know about it, too, because that's what the dogs exactly. do. Right? They'll let you know. Well, well I, so, so look, we can, Val, sorry. Um, that's okay. Well, it, so, what are, first of all, do you know who this anonymous donor, or is it an anonymous donor? Or do you no, know? Well, the I don't. She called me, so I know her name is, uh, oh, my God, Sandra. Sandra. Sandra, if you're listening. And, and we love why, you. Why wouldn't you be listening, Sandra? Let's be real. <laughs> but if you're listening, thank you. I love when people do stuff like that. Talk about yeah. pay it forward. I mean, you know, I know this yeah. is podful, but talk about yeah. pay it forward, man. You know, when you see somebody stuck on the side of the road or, or you, you know, you know, the thing, don't you remember being a kid and like you'd be in the candy store and for some reason you were a buck short for something and there was an adult person man woman whatever but would look out for you and kind of give you the buck and go but, but I, I can't I don't know how to don't worry about it and like those kind of memories like they stick with you you know and thank you, thank you Sandra for being you know uh, uh you know the uh guardian angel looking out the impact you made for Daniela lets her now go out and keep making this impact with the dog food and the cat food and the whole thing so yeah. one big family one big happy family you know human and, and otherwise for that matter right Val you know Absolutely. I'm, I'm very touched by that. And, um, I, I also wanted to ask, you know, so Linda, you, you're one of the drivers or trick transport. I do a little, I do like everyone else, a little bit of everything, mm-hmm. but the, the main core of this whole operation is obviously Danielle. And one side note is that within the last couple of years, I'd always been very comfortable in life very happy i've always been an animal lover and then became a dog trainer um unfortunately at one point i really hit some hard times and became those persons with what am i going to do with my dog how am i going to feed her and i thankfully found danielle who never ever has ever talked about it again but had no idea what that meant to me in princess and it kept her belly full and my head straight and i was able to get back on my feet and that's I when I that walked so in the door much. here and said, let me join the rest of the crew because there's somebody out there that was probably in my boat at some other point. 
And it's a godsend to have some situation to know that there's somebody there that has your back. Absolutely. That's a real testament to what a great job she's doing for you to to go from being a recipient at one point in your life, you know, now being a consistent, reliable volunteer. And um, there's no word to explain. And it's it's to see these animals, to see see other people that I can turn to somebody and say, listen, if you need something, call if the pantry has it. And getting back to the cat thing, I see a lot more with people having dogs, willing to donate more for dogs too. That also seems to be the trend because if you're at the store, some people will pick up an extra bag of dog food, more inclined than a can of cat food and some cans of you know cat treats and whatever. So that seems to also be a little bit harder. You know, mm-hmm. when you say, Linda, what are you seeing as far as the, like when you guys talk about the need, like, cause I don't, I've never had a cat cause I'm allergic to cats and, and, <laughs> And I think they seem like pretty cool animals, to be honest with you. I probably could party with them, but they make me see it and the back of my head itches and it's not a good team, man. So, you know, so I just avoid it. But the point of the whole thing is like, are we talking like the little cans of like cat food? You just like peel back or like, what are we talking about? There's cans of cat food, there's pouches, there's treats, there's litter. There's so much involved. It's, you know, it's funny because with the dog, people just get their belongings together in order and you don't realize the cat pretty much has the same needs and the cat the cats are incredible to have as a pet too it's like i have 140 pound dog and 90 pound dog and a 10 pound cat back in the middle of both you scared (laughs) me for a second because you i thought you had a 140 pound cat and i'm going what the hell you have what does this woman have in her house i I wanted i was gonna tell you i was gonna say i think that's a tiger or or like a lynx or or something or a panther i don't think that's a like a house cat you totally no my cat's head down i feel much more relaxed i was very worried for you for a second there i I was gonna say no wonder you need need so much food the cat weighs 140 pounds man what are we doing here well you know and also all three of these animals are rescues so i love that Absolutely. I mean, of course, but I think that it's important also to mention that it's such a point of frustration for me personally, um, but being in the world of animal advocacy, you know, Danielle's located, I don't know, Linda, where you live, but in Valley Stream, which is part of the town of Hempstead. I'm Lindbergh. Okay, Lindbergh too. So, you know, as you guys know, they shut down their TNR program during COVID and they really Although try to say they reopened it, they're actually operating at a run rate of about 25%. The trap neuter return program used to TNR an average of 2,850 cats a year. And now they're down to about, uh, last year was about 600. What was the top, what was the peak? How many? 2,850 average per year. Some years it was 3,000. And that, by the way, was just containing the situation that was to so that it wouldn't explode and now there is a massive explosion going on this problem is truly exacerbated by the lack of reinstating the program in its entirety so we're going to see more people that need food and litter and medication and cat beds and shelters so we have a lot of work to do do we know how I'm sorry, Linda, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Yeah. Val, do you know, because I know we talked about it when we had um, uh, Tina on the show from uh, Catnip Nation. We talked about it on a national level, but I'm sure you probably have an idea about how many ferals there are on Long Island. Do you know that number? Well, now, I mean, the problem is because of the lack of resources, you're talking about exponential growth at a very rapid rate. And it's going to be a long time before anyone can even get a count. At the last count, you're, you're talking on Long Island, combined counties. I, I would actually, I, I have it on tape. I went to a, a seminar. I would have to refer back to it. It's significant though. It's like, ten- are we talking like 100,000 cats? Like No, not yet. Well, so back then, you're talking yeah. about tens of thousands. Okay. Now, that was before COVID. That was probably three years ago. Now, you're probably talking over 100,000. A lot of cats, it, man. It is going to 
again, multiply and multiply very rapidly. You can easily go for a hundred from a hundred thousand to a million in one year. Let's put it like that. Wow. We, we got to take a quick break. We'll be right okay. back. This is professionals. And I'm a lover show. We'll be right back. Join us every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern for the Mind Behind Leadership, where we focus on what leadership really means to us and to others. We have practical discussions with the CEOs of some of the world's largest companies, owners of small businesses, and experts in psychology and behavior to get that inside track, what to do, what to avoid, and what really happens. Join me, Graham Dobbin, at the new time, 4 p.m. every Tuesday for the Mind Behind Leadership, here live on talkradio.nyc. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Calling all pet lovers. Pet Avengers, assemble! On the Professionals and Animal Lovers show, we believe the bond between animal lovers is incredibly strong. It mirrors that bond between pets and their owners. Through this program, we come together to learn, educate, and advocate. Join us live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. at talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. looking to mellow out and get zen at 2 p.m on a wednesday eastern time just rock out with this show because we are gonna just <laughs> you out man i'm telling you i feel my blood pressure go down every time this show begins it's the song of compassion it's, it's, I feel like that song feels like a big hug a big old bear hug yeah not like a real bear like you know because that would hurt <laughs> but <laughs> this is pals the professionals an animal lover show although sometimes it doesn't feel like we're being very professional here <laughs> definitely care about the animals so yeah. we have, we have two guests linda brower and daniela scala nathan are both here from paw it forward pantry um i i just i'm i'm thrilled by the work you're doing i'm inspired i am telling you i'm going to go to the store later on and buy cat food just because you guys <laughs> like i'm going to i'm going to take my kids and we're going to go buy some cat food and just because I have to, I feel inspired to do that. Um, and I want other people to feel inspired to do that. Cause you know, if somebody goes out and spends 10 bucks on cat food, it's cat food that you can now give out to people. If they spend 50 bucks, it's even better. Right. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty jazzed about the opportunity. How can people get involved? How can they help? How can they, you know, bring the food to you? What's, what's that look like that piece where the, the, I got this stuff, Daniela, like, Let's make this happen. Like, how does that happen? Well, as I said, right now, our hours are Monday through Saturday, 10 to 6. They're welcome to drop off at my house where the pantries run out of in Valley Stream. We have a Rubbermaid container in front of the house where they can leave it. I also have my Aunt Kathy's house in Hicksville. She's another drop-off location. I have an East Meadow drop-off location, and I also have... Um, this beautiful woman who I just spoke to, who's going to pick up the donations today, she's out in Babylon and she's out in Limbrook three days a week. So she said, if we have anybody that wants to drop off there, they can. I try to express this because a lot of people don't know this. I am the only Nassau County pet pantry in Suffolk, including Long Island Cares because they are Baxter pet pantry and they're in Hop Hog. There's at least four other pet pantries in Suffolk. And sometimes just recently I had to turn away and give them resources to go to other places. And I've heard back that like, oh, well, they only have food. They don't have what you have. They don't have the toys. They don't, they're just giving food away. And I feel bad with gas prices, making somebody from Shirley drive mm-hmm. all the way to Valley Stream 
just to get a little cat food, especially with the cat stuff. So, you know, we had that this weekend where people were coming from far and I feel bad because we can't give them as much as we would like to. So I don't know if everybody does know that, that we're the only Nassau County pantry and there's others in Suffolk. You know, and I didn't know that, but I'm not, uh, I certainly haven't heard of anyone else. And um, you I know, Gary, nobody stars in Long Island. Yes. Yeah. So Have he's only in the middle island. Okay. Okay. Is um, there an angle here, Val? Is there, guys, ladies, is there an angle here as far as a move that in, because of what you just said about travel and the whole thing is, if somebody's having a tough time, you know, as Linda pointed out, we all have ups and downs. Um, if somebody's having a tough time, and they, why should they travel from, I, I don't know, Plainview? I'm trying to think of something mm-hmm. really super far, like east. Now, yeah, well, or, or way up north, all the way down the valley stream to, to get, like, the whole point is, I'm having trouble. <laughs> like, how, well, right. is there an angle to ship? I'm sorry, one sec. I just wondering if there's an angle to have, like, like, it might make more sense if you said to me, like, maybe I can buy the stuff and have it shipped from, like, some, you know, what do you think, Linda? I the thing like- is, what we do is a lot of people are willing to, if we really have somebody in a really harsh situation and they're a little bit out, nobody's ever turned around and said, oh, no, I've heard people here when we're working and setting up the pantry for the pickups or whatever to say, oh, like the night we were leaving. I said to Danielle, okay, these people didn't come pick up. Not that we want to make practice because then we take away from what we can donate ourselves by, with the gas and everything right, else. Sure. I said, but whatever's left here, I'll drop if I have to drop off. You know, nobody yeah. has no, you know, we will do that for people. But well, it's not what about, and that's completely beautiful. And I feel like I would do that too. But in an effort, right, if we hopefully part of our objective here is to be helpful and be a resource to you guys too. But what if um, you, you as an organization could put out uh, like a list of desires or needs and you could get more distribution homes in other areas. And- Danielle has wish lists. She yeah. has wish lists. Okay, so where is your wish list? Uh, what are the locations that you're looking for to set up other distribution places? Well, we don't have any places that are willing to give out food and locations. I do partner up with, it's called Happy Belly's Pantry. Mm-hmm. Um, my name is Josie. She's in Apachog. Mm-hmm. So we work well together. Like she'll come out here. She'll bring donations from Suffolk. When we get a call from um, a donor, from Suffolk and then she'll bring it here and then I give her stuff to bring to her pantry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we unfortunately- We're gonna continue this. I feel yeah, like I have some idea. a whole separate, yeah. It sounds like a fun game. Sidebar because- yeah, yeah. Um, It sounds like a fun but, game. Val, doesn't sound, I wanna play. Like I wanna play. I, like I, wanna play I just, I wanna program. just help them get- as Let me get to the catch because- As many make, volunteers as possible. Sneeze if you let the cats come by me, especially that monster cat, whatever you got, Linda, 140 pound cat. My <laughs> <laughs> <Like> bangle. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm not. But also, listen before we leave because we only have a couple of minutes left. I really want to encourage everyone to know about what you guys do, so that if they want to take a defensive driving course, Danielle, they're going to take it through you. And yes. if we're a dog trainer on Long Island, or Linda, what you cover? My situation is I do dog training, and at this point, I've had to sit down with Danielle and figure out, as I get customers from her, I will also make those donations to the pantry of it, and I also try to make sure that I'm a sliding scale, because I know there's a lot of people that the pet, you know, the pet stores give certain packages, but private, it's much more expensive, and they can't afford it, and I don't want to see any dog that isn't trained properly. So how do they get contact you, Linda? How can we reach you? Um, my information is on Facebook. Um, I give my cell phone number out and that's what I'm reached on. All right. So, so Facebook, so Linda Brower on Facebook, right? And we can, we'll make, we'll make a point of directing our folks towards you as well. Also, Danielle, under, oh, sorry. Yeah. 
Sorry. Just it's on Facebook, the training part will come up as Linda Gookie sometimes if they don't find me under Brower. Linda what? Say it again. G-U-C-K-I-A-N. Gookie. Okay. And Danielle, the bookkeeping services that you provide, who's a good connection for you? Who who can we connect you to to hopefully... Accountant. Accountant. Ah! Oh, like the one we referenced today. I'm certified in QuickBooks since 2008. But just back on the defensive driving real quick. I know if you are on my Facebook, you know this. And with Regina, the Camp Happy Tales this month, $5 for every student that signs up, we give the money back to the rescues. To Camp so, Happy Tales. Yeah, Camp Happy Tales. With Regina, last last month it was the fabulous feline rescue, and mm-hmm. we're going to be doing it for December as well, and that's going to be Bobby and the Strays. Bobby, and then, Bobby and the Strays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I've and, seen them. Don't they? Did they used to play in Mulcahy's? I'm just kidding. I'm just. Oh just, my goodness! Like the no. name of the it sounded like. <laughs> Bobby in the streets, baby, rock and roll. So, Val, all day. You guys just got it for an hour. I have to deal with this all day. <laughs> right? Listen, we have to leave it there only because- We love of- you guys. Thank you for everything you're doing for the You'll animals. be back. I, I hope you can join us on the, the December 1st wrap-up show mm-hmm. talking about the holidays and things like that. Yeah. Uh, I want to say, I want to give one quick shout-out before we go to Aunt Kathy because I will be delivering cat food to Aunt Kathy's house in Hicksville. <laughs> Aunt Kathy, I hope you're not shy, but we'll take a couple pictures, you and me, put it on the Facebook. Yeah, Aunt Kathy. Aunt Kathy and I will do like a TikTok <laughs> dance or something like that. This is your professionals and animal lovers show. That's Valerie. I'm Tommy D. Daniela, thanks for being here. Who's that? Oh, Linda, who just showed Damien. up? Damien. 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 Yes. Damien. My co-host. Yeah, my side. <laughs> Stop all those kisses, Damien. This is a family show. Stop it. All right, listen. <laughs> I leave you with this. In his total commitment to nonviolence, Gandhi always included the animal, stating the greatness of a nation and its moral progress can be judged by the way its animals are treated. Thank you. Good day. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks Thank so much. You. Have a good run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Have you ever thought of reinventing yourself? Are you looking to create a new life's journey? Hi, I'm Kevin Barbaro, host of Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 5, 8 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live to hear me and my guests from a variety of different backgrounds. As a former college coach and a current full-time actor and owner of multiple companies, my show is as eclectic as my life. That's Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. informed about menopause and how it impacts on your life hi i'm pat duckworth women's health strategist and host of the hot women rock radio show empowering women leaders at menopause join me every thursday at 10 a.m eastern time 3 p.m uk time on talkradio.nyc for interviews with inspirational women who will share their top tips to rock your world In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? 
I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be frank about health to advocate for all of us. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. 